This is the new LOL podcast, and I am Karen Stewart. My goal is to challenge you, motivate, and encourage you to live your life boldly as a Christian out loud. Do me a favor. If you find anything of value, any motivation, any encouragement, help me spread the word like this. Share it on all your channels. And thanks for listening. Let's get started. Have you ever been to church and felt like God was just nowhere near the building? So whatever you were looking for or expecting, you came and you left feeling like he had never been there at all. Can you relate to that? I remember having a conversation with one of my little ones some time ago about this very thing. And and he thought that if God had ever really shown up anywhere or been present, There was no possible way you could be in his presence or encounter him and not be changed. And of course, that sounds like it should be true, but it's actually not. The Bible records more than one instance when Satan himself was in the presence of the Lord, and we know that he was never changed. And there's more than one time when a person encountered Jesus and never even knew who he was. It sounds absolutely impossible, but it is true. It's recorded by Paul in 1 Corinthians 15 that Jesus appeared after he was resurrected to over 500 people and even to Paul himself. And there are two stories in the New Testament where Jesus appeared alive after he was crucified and the people did not even recognize who he was. One of them was Mary Magdalene in John chapter 20 who, when she thought saw him, she thought he was the gardener, which is hilarious. And then the other story is in Luke 24. So just for timeline's sake, Jesus had already been crucified, was wrapped up in the grave clothes, buried and laid in the tomb. The tomb was sealed. And then, of course, he arose. That's when Mary went to the tomb, looked for his body and found that it was gone. The story in Luke 24 takes place after that and tells about two guys, Cleopas and his friend. That's probably Cleopas, but I like Cleopas. It just sounds funnier to me, so I'm going to call him Cleopas. Cleopas and his friend, who were walking to Emmaus, and while they're walking, they were talking about all that had happened in the city in recent days. Now, remember, the crucifixion of Christ happened during the time of Passover, So the entire city would have been teeming with people who had returned for the annual festival. And the news about what had taken place would have been spread far and wide. So while they're walking and talking, Jesus strolls up and starts walking with them. And in verse 17, he asks, hey, guys, what are you talking about? (laughs) Now, when Cleopas heard the question, he was clearly dumbfounded. And he says, really? Really? Are you serious right now? Of course, that's the Karen translation. (laughs) He said, are you the only person in Jerusalem right now who does not know about the things that have happened here? And Jesus says, what things? (laughs) This just cracks me up. I don't know why. In verses 19 through 24, Cleopas responds, the things about Jesus, the Nazarene 
who proved to be a mighty prophet in deed and in word in the sight of God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and crucified. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, beside all of this, it's now the third day since these things happened. But also, some women among us left us bewildered, because when they went to the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels that said he was alive. And so some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just exactly as the women also said, but him they did not see. Now, I love what it says in verse 27. I would love for this to actually happen to me, but it says, he went through, Jesus went through the entire Bible from Moses to the prophets and just preached about himself through the scriptures. Isn't that amazing? Now, about this time, they got to Emmaus and Jesus acted like he was going to keep going, but they urged him to stay with them. And he did. Now, they're sitting there in the house where they're staying, reclining at the table, and he serves them communion. And when he did that, the Bible says their eyes were open and they realized it was him and he disappeared. So here's the thing. They not only saw Jesus face to face, he walked with them about seven miles and talked personally and directly to them while explaining the scriptures. Then he actually came into the house where they were staying, reclined at the table with them personally, and had a meal, and they never even knew it was him. That just seems crazy, doesn't it? But here's the thing. Though their story seems crazy, it really isn't much different from each one of us. In Paul's famous sermon at Mars Hill, which is in Greece, this is Acts 17, he said that all of mankind was made from one blood, that they should seek God and perhaps even grope for him and find him, though he's not far from each one of us. So whether we know it or not, or have acknowledged it or not, every single one of us has seen and encountered the Lord, though we may not even know it. So you have seen the Lord. So I ask you, what was that experience like? Do you remember it? Can you tell me when it happened? Are you even aware that it happened at all? If you remember it at all, there would have been something that you felt. Cleopas and his friends said, that their hearts burned while he was speaking to them and explaining the scriptures. It would have felt like something when you saw him. Now, if you listen to this story and can say, like I could at one time, if I ever saw the Lord, I can't tell you when it was. Then I'm telling you, it's time to encounter him again. Now, I am not saying, because there are some people that do this, I am not saying that our entire Christian lives 
should be about the pursuit of encounter. On the contrary, it should absolutely not. But if your life is about the pursuit of him, I mean him, the man Christ, the man Jesus, then it is impossible not to encounter him. Now, again, I will say, as I do with pretty much everything else I share, it will look different for every single one of us. But there is a point to encountering him. That is when and where transformation happens. When we behold him, we become like him. Paul said it best in 2 Corinthians 3, 16 through 18. This is the New Living Translation. He said, whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil from his eyes, his heart, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit. And wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. So I'm challenging you, family. Make up your mind today that you will seek Him, find Him, encounter Him, see Him, recognize Him, and be transformed. This should not be a one-and-done experience. This should be the reality of our everyday lives. And then, when you do that, just do that thing. You know what I'm talking about. Let Him live boldly through you. Every day. All the time. Out loud.